You're listening to episode 20. Welcome to Pole Data Soulmate Relationship Talk. I'm your host, Antriana E. Stone, the love advocate, where everything is always about you internally and externally. Be sure to tune in weekly on Wednesday for our new episode. And don't forget to invite a friend. This week's episode, I'll be narrating from the book, Pole Data Soulmate, Esther's Story. And our sponsor, Get More in Life Coaching, will give away three signed copies to the first three listeners that comment on this week's episode. Go to poldateorsoulmate.com for details. Thanks for listening. Esther was tired of her mind taking her backwards, making her relive her failed marriage and the regrets of her life. She was trying to move forward. She could see the concern in Vashti's eyes as she asked if there was anything she wanted to talk about. She wanted to say, yes, I screwed your fiancé. But how could she? She took a deep breath, knowing she had to get control of herself. It's just my divorce. It's difficult, you know. Oh, Esther, I can't imagine. I don't know what I'd do if I lost John that way. Vashti rested her hand over Esther's and gave it a small squeeze in sympathy. Esther felt her stomach sink even further. How are the plans for your wedding? Is everything going all right? Everything is going wonderfully. Oh, I'm so rude. Would you like to go? I know we don't know each other well, but I feel like we're kindred spirits. Oh, please say you'll come. Send me an invite. If I'm able to come, I will. Esther felt the words drop out of her mouth like a well-rehearsed script, unable to stop herself from being polite. Eventually, Vashti expressed that she had other plans for the evening and wished Esther a good night. Esther remained behind, downing another drink. When she arrived home later that evening, she noticed a paper sticking out of her mailbox. She slowly removed the folded paper, carefully unfolding it. When she saw the letter began with, Dear Esther, she went into her home before continuing. She sat on her bed while she read, Dear Esther, I apologize for leaving without saying goodbye. I didn't mean to offend you. It was obvious you were intoxicated, and I only wanted to make sure you'd arrive home safely. My fiancé had talked about how excited she was from selling one of her newer dress designs. She mentioned about the customer was going out on a date with herself. I didn't expect that outcome to be you. I didn't come by the restaurant intentionally to seek you out and blank you. 
But when she told me you'd inquired about the shoes I had purchased for her, I was curious what kind of woman other than Vashtay could walk in those shoes. When I walked in, I immediately noticed the gold heel and the fringe dangling from the back as your heels rested on the bar of the stool. I noticed a high slit on your dress that seemed to say, follow me to a place no man in his right mind would refuse to go. And then, yes, you were down on all fours, and, well, we'll blame it on the heels, the alcohol, and the slit. No pun intended, John. She couldn't believe it. I guess I don't have to wonder if he got my letter. He had some nerve to blame her for what happened between them. This wasn't her fault. She hadn't known he was engaged, but he did. He walked into that restaurant with the intention of seeking her out. She was furious. It had nothing to do with the alcohol, her shoes, or that damn slit. He just wanted to find a hole to stick his pole into, and he found the perfect target. The least he could have done was admit it. Fine, let's see how Vashtay will respond if I send her a letter. I bet I'm not the only one. Esther paced the floor in anger, wondering how she was going to handle it. Should she let it go, or should she find a way to settle it? As Esther paced, she found herself becoming more and more frustrated. Finally, she stopped and poured herself a glass of wine sitting on the edge of her bed to think. After drinking several glasses, she set the glass next to the open bottle of red wine on her nightstand and kicked her shoes off up against the wall, letting out a loud, tense laugh before eventually falling asleep. After awakening, she filled her glass with wine once more. In that moment, Esther knew she'd created another problem that she really had no room for in her life. In an attempt to comfort herself, she turned to alcohol. Once that realization set in, she became frustrated and threw the glass against the wall. It crashed against the wall, splatting across that side of the room. Esther slumped down onto the floor among the broken remains of the glass, her gaze fixed on the red wine dripping down the wall across from her. She felt broken, shredded. Tears slipped down her face, and she buried her face in her hands, sobbing out in frustration. Why? Why had her husband treated her so badly? Why couldn't she find love? What was wrong with her? She was tired of it all. She'd always considered herself smart as far as academics went, but sometimes the simplest things eluded her understanding, leaving her empty, broken, unworthy. After several hours of sobbing, 
she suddenly realized that the only thing she hadn't done was to call on God. Well, I hope you are enjoying this episode as much as I am loving delivering it. Esther, will she find an answer in the alcohol or will she find it with God? Stay tuned to next week. And in the meantime, invite a friend. And don't forget to tune in weekly on Wednesday for our latest episodes. I thank you so much for listening. Always seek peace, joy, and love.